We deliver the latest news. We reveal the truth. We share. We dare. Foreign stories we transmit, they ponder. We are. We are. We are. The Transponder. So, isang magandang umaga sa ating lahat. Ako nga pala ngayong host, Madrid. Mukha man akong strict, siguradong tayo ay matiklik. Pag grabe naman yon, partner. Ako naman, si Alien. Sa iyong puso ay laging naroroon. And you're listening to The Trends Podcast. Your digital buddy for a healthy mind. And now, partner, sa ating panibagong episode ng Trends Podcast, and para sa ating mga listeners, this podcast was part of the Mental Health Awareness Project na nilunch ng Transponder last October 5. Yes, partner, and just to recap, nagkaroon na ng iba't ibang ganap on the Transponder para i-commemorate ang Mental Health Awareness Month. Narigan ng slogan-making contest, poster-making contest, and digital art competition. At hindi lang yan, hindi rin dyan natatapos ang kaganapan partner. To further raise awareness sa ating ECU community, nagkaroon din tayo ng information campaigns at isarayan yung trivias and articles with regards to mental health. And kung hindi nyo pa nakikita yung mga yan, just visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash transponder. Partner, uh, maisingit ko lang ha. May narinig kasi akong chika na this episode is not just an ordinary one. True ba yun, partner? Yes! True yun, partner. And this is a very special episode of Trends Podcast. At paano naman to naging special? This episode, partner, is dedicated sa ating mga fresh na fresh na fresh na fresh na graduates, not just from the EC community, but also every fresh graduates out there. As they enter a new world after college, they're also entering a new normal setting due to the pandemic. And... This episode will discuss how to deal with job search anxiety and debunking myths about mental health in the workplace. Grabe, partner. Talaga namang nakaka-excite ang topics natin for today and I believe it will be truly helpful para sa ating mga ate at kuya na kagagraduate lang. Agree ako rin, partner. Pero teka, balita ko eh, eminent at credible ang ating mga guest speakers today. Ako siyang tunay, partner. Talaga nga namang nakaka-excite ang talakayang magaganap for this episode but for anything else, let's listen to this infomercial. So, stay tuned, listeners, at magbabalik ang Trends Podcast. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announced. Sing that we will play a game. Put your fingers up and put it down if you've done the thing I've said. Let's go. Put a finger down if you slept 6 to 8 hours today. Put a finger down if you have taken enough breaks in between your studies. Put a finger down if you are well hydrated and not skipping your meals. Put a finger down if you have exercised or stretched your body today. Put a finger down if you have set your own boundaries and can say no. During these trying times, self-care is an essential and may come in many forms. Find time to take care of yourself. Take a rest. Indulge yourself with the things you love. Self-care is a gift that you need to receive every single day. And now we are back on Trans Podcast. But before we start, partner, ha? Gusto ko munang malaman kung meron ka na bang plano after graduating college. Meron ka bang gustong career path, kung ano yung gusto mong dream job or dream company na gusto mong pagtrabahuhan? Well, to be honest, it's too early para sabihin yan. Pero well, uh, isa siguro dun sa pinaka-goal ko after graduating is uh, 
pursue medical practice. Kasi yun talaga yung ano, choice ko simula pa lang. And uh, I can apply my uh, skills here in electronics engineering for maybe uh, in- inventing something that can help with uh, the medical field. So yeah. How about your partner? Ano naman sa'yo? Ako, totoo yung sinabi mo, partner. Sa akin naman, since ano kasi, uh, super updated ako sa The Transponder page, kaya lagi kong binabasa yung feature namin na Easy Employment. And from that post, from that segment, um, I've got to be interested in the field of power electronics and also dun sa telecommunications engineering sana. So with that being said, uh, we somehow already have plans about our future, pero karamihan sa mga ito ay natabunan. Hindi nang ano ah, hindi nang stand, but of the uncertainties na hatid ng pandemya. O siya, wag na nating patagalin pa at simulan na natin ang talakayan. So without further ado, we'll have Miss Aliana Fuentes, MS Mental Health Therapist, engages in research, does clinical practice, and gives talk in clinical psychology and mental health. She obtained her Master of Science degree in clinical counseling psychology from Illinois State University, USA, and Bachelor of Psychology from the University of the Philippines, Diliman. Ms. Fuentes currently works as a psychotherapist for St. Luke's Medical Center, Global City, and as a psychosocial support specialist in UP Diliman, Sexer. Ms. Aliana Fuentes had clinical experience in the Philippines and in the U.S. She has seen a variety of populations for clinical therapy, including university students with anxiety and depression, substance abuse populations, families with trauma, children and teens with behavioral issues, parents of children with autism, and high-risk population with issues in suicide, as well as self-harm, and lastly, mood and personality disorders. She uses these experiences to create training and conduct talks on stress management and mental health awareness in corporate, religious, and academic settings. So, welcome po sa Trends Podcast, Ms. Aliana Fuentes. Maraming maraming salamat po, Ms. Aliana Fuentes, sa pagpapaunlak sa imbitasyon makasama ka namin today. Hello po! Hello! I'm happy to be here. Thank Hi. you so much. So, how Hi. are you po, ma'am? Hey. Okay naman. Coping. <laughs> Hanging in there. Kayo, kamusta naman kayo? Ah, we're good, naman po tayo. Yes. Hello, ayan. Um, can can we have a little background of you, ma'am? Aside dun sa credentials na sinabi namin, uh, who is Miss Aliana Fuentes personally? Ay, wow! Ang lalim naman ang tanong. <laughs> Grabe. Gano'ng kalalim yan? Um, well, I really, I think um, mental health is something I'm really passionate about. So, parang hindi naman nalalayo din yung mga uh, nabanggit nyo na mga experiences ko when it comes to things that I'm really passionate about and things that I um, enjoy doing. No, And I guess, interestingly, with this topic, the job search anxiety, um, you might experience it. I have experienced it. So, it's something that I'm really interested in too be able to share some insights on um, in terms of my experiences and also what I've learned. So yun, ano bang gusto nyo malaman? I guess, yun pong natanong ko sa inyong yun is, di ba, uh, this is all about job search anxiety and I've just asked Ma'am Fuentes of that very famous question na, how will you introduce yourself? Or like, introduce yourself to us and she just did it right in front of us. So, uh, I'll make sure to take note of that na pagka ako na mag apply sa jobs, so, uh, do we have anything else to to ask, Ma'am Fuentes, Madrick? So, regarding mga dun sa ano sa job search anxiety, what would be the probable causes po uh, for job search anxiety or frustrations? 
So I think um, people that are currently in the job hunt now are experiencing some of this. Iba-iba kasing um, causes yan. So I guess nabanggit nyo kanina, maraming stresses around us like um, yung pandemic, uh, yung economy mismo ng Pilipinas. So nakakadagdag talaga yan sa stress when it comes to the job search um, anxiety. Aside from the fact that the job hunt is already really stressful enough. So the situation adds to that pa, diba? Tapos, um, ang nangyayari kasi minsan marami tayong mga rejections na natatanggap. So parang, di ba, minsan question natin yung identity natin, yung competence natin, yung um, abilities natin. So, you know, yung identity natin talaga ay isa sa main things na parang nakaka-lead ng job search frustrations and anxiety. Kasi akala ng mga tao, it's because of the financial instability brought about by it or kaya yung mga rejections, which is true, pero maraming research na nagpo-point sa fact na it's really that parang questioning of identity kasi masyado tayong nakatay sa work. So, minsan ay bigla na lang nakakustiyon natin yung identity natin kasi maraming yung rejections, maraming mga self-doubt, confusion that comes about. So, there, that's some of the main things na nag-lead dun sa job search anxiety. You know? And of course, different individual reasons as well. Okay, thank you so much, ma'am. I guess that's enough hints about our topic for today. So, we'll formally now start the quarantine. So, once again, good day po, ma'am. And uh, we'll give you some questions po. So, here we go po, ma'am. Based on your experiences with university students with anxiety and depression, what are the common denominators of these students? And how does the quality of mental health affect a student's growth inside and outside the university? Right. So, um, I do have experience with some university students with actually not just anxiety and depression but like a whole range of different mental health issues and each case is actually very individual and separate so iba-iba bawat taong paano mag-manifest yung mga mental health issues mental disorders and then um, some common denominators though I think usually naman kasi when it comes to mental health issues ay merong common there's biological predispositions at saka mga environmental factors na nagko-contribute uh, sa pag-experience ng stress depression so, um, when it comes to those environmental pressures, I guess, siguro ilan sa inyo ay nakakaramdam din no, no, na um, a lot of times the university setting really does set up set us up for a lot of stress and pressure. So, thesis man yan, or pag-recite sa class, itong bagong setup ngayon ng online learning, a lot of stressors can contribute to our stress. Pero it's something common that I've noticed and observed is that we come kasi from a culture kung saan habang lumalaki tayo, sobrang grabe yung um, pressure or expectations to perform really well in school, to be successful afterwards. So parang pagdating sa college, medyo dun naka-question nga yung abilities natin, yung competence natin, yung identity natin. Sometimes we think, oh okay, if we don't survive or if we don't succeed in college or in university, we won't succeed in life. So just that amount of pressure in university really does add to the mental health issue. So parang nagiging common yun. It's also a time where maybe a lot of people experience some of their first feelings Failures. Um, so that becomes a bit of a struggle for them, no? Tapos, um, sometimes then, uh, sabi mo kanina yung how does it affect the growth inside and outside of the university. I think yung mental health naka-affect talaga siya if our mental health is not in a good place. A lot of times, it negatively impacts how we feel, how we function inside, particularly outside um, of the university. So, kasama na dun yung pagtingin natin sa sarili natin, paano tayo mag-perform sa mga kailangan natin gawin. Also, so how we deal with people get uh, affected when our mental health is either in a good place or not in a very good place. Thank you so much for that answer, Puma. Uh, personally, I relate din po ako when I mm-hmm. 
entered college, I got a whole new set of things. A lot of challenges. Maraming changes dun sa people na who surrounds me. So, ibang-iba dun sa high school friends ko pagdating ko ng college. Panibagong tao, panibagong way din yung professors. And I think somehow that uh, gives me challenge to adapt mentally, not just physically in the college set. So, we'll move on to the next question that we have today. So, next is, this is relating to the current situation. Due to the pandemic, numerous companies or institutions operations were halted, many workers were displaced, and there is an evident emergence of jobs in digital platforms. How can a fresh graduate elevate their odds in grabbing a job without sacrificing their mental health? Right. So that's what you said. No? That, that's really true. Na parang ang dami nagbago sa student and then work setting when it came to this um, pandemic. So um, a lot of times because of that pressure, it's really hard um, to take care of our mental health. And I think I read something interesting about yung research na may isang um, researcher si Dan Withers. I remember if I remember his name correctly. Um, sabi niya usually ang nangyayari, um, the far the more that we don't have a job, the more we try to get a job, de So parang Sabi mo kanina, how do we elevate our odds in grabbing a job? So I think um, sometimes, you know, we probably try to job hunt, go for um, communicating with people, I don't know, making attending webinars, getting information, trying to um, amp up our cover letters, our, um, you know, applications in general. But I think taking care of our mental health is actually an important component of... Um, elevating our odds in grabbing a job. So, babalikan ko yung sinabi ko kanina na si Dan Witter, sabi niya kasi, madalas, what we what happens is, if we don't have a job, we exhaust all our energies to get a job. So, we work day and night applying. And then when that happens, um, which honestly is kind of like what's happening now, di ba? So, sometimes when we keep applying, applying, we feel like hindi natin deserve magpahinga. So, kailangan mag-apply tayo na mag-apply. And then we, um, you know, just feel guilty when we don't, you know, apply. We end up working overtime, burning ourselves out, but isolating um, ourselves from people, from social support. We start feeling negative feelings, negative emotions. And so in general, the more that we search for jobs, it gets harder on our mental health. And when things are not good for our mental health, it actually, according to Dan Withers, helps us to go farther away from our goals. It makes it harder for us to actually impress interviewers and to chase down the job leads um, that we want. So sometimes I have a lot of friends in HR field na sinasabi nila halata yung mga applicants na hindi masyadong okay yung mindset um, because their mental health is not really in the best place. So, interestingly, um, taking care of your mental health is actually that key component to be able to increase your odds in grabbing a job. Of course, you have to remember yung mga practical steps then on finding a job but then being able to really take care of ourselves can be part of the equation in successfully finding jobs. So, thank you po sa sagot mo. Next question po, related na rin din po siya dun sa jobs. Is it truly necessary po for Filipinos to be financially stable? Especially during these times na nasasacrifice din po yung mental health and should mental health awareness be normalized for Filipino job seekers? And what are your, what are your thoughts about it? Right, yeah. I think important component yung sabi mo kanina na financial stability because I think um, interestingly like unfortunately that's the case, right? A lot of times because of financial instability um, in our country so we try to seek jobs, try to make ends meet. Um, it's hard to take care of our mental health so it's hard to really prioritize it when you're trying to maybe prioritize um, you know, trying to eat the next day trying to uh, feed your family or you know, um, be able to um, just survive uh, on a day-to-day 
basis. So parang mahirap talagang intindihin yung mental health natin. Mahirap siguro matulog ng maayos, kumain ng maayos, or just, you know, in pursuit of that financial stability. And of course, our ideal goal is that the systems around us, our environment would hopefully help us, uh, support us um, to meet our needs. And if it's not, maybe we can see what we can do to parang change that, to manage that. But then, in essence, kasi financial stability really is um, an important component of mental health. So it's hard to really be in a good headspace if we're starving, if we're like stressed over jobs, trying to um, work on financial issues, right? Um, but I think we can also look at it in the other end where mental health is also an important component of pursuing financial stability. So pag mentally healthy kasi tayo, we're able to maybe search for jobs better, work harder. So it might not necessarily be the uh, self-care that maybe a lot of people know, but there are ways we can take care of our mental health din naman in pursuit of financial stability, whether that's just, I don't know, taking 30 seconds na huminga ng malalim bago mag-apply ng job, bago pumunta sa susunod na trabaho, or something like that, right? Just giving ourselves that little pause could be helpful then uh, in taking care of our mental health and then eventually nag-feedback or nagsa-cycle din naman yun into helping us in our pursuit of financial stability. So that's like, I guess, an individual way of dealing with it. Pero syempre, gusto rin natin sana na yung environments natin ay maging supportive dun sa um, pag-pursue natin ng financial uh, stability. So yeah. I really agree to that, ma'am, no? Kasi... Uh, in my opinion po, tayong mga Pilipino, we have this attitude na ano tayo eh, uh, matiisin tayo. We like to shrug it off, di ba? Yeah. For example, uh, ano ka, breadwinner ka ng pamilya nyo and wala ka pang trabaho for this time. Mm-hmm. And normally, ang ginagawa nga is hindi na natin iisipin kung ano man yung maging mental state natin, kung healthy pa ba tayo o hindi. Basta, ang priority natin, ginagawa natin agad, di ba? Mm-hmm. And it's so true na Marami rin sa families ngayon na may problem sa finance and ayun, super na-apektuhan talaga ang mental health natin. And usually, we just don't address it properly, which is very ironic. I think everyone should understand that mental health is just as significant as physical health. Dapat pinapangalagaan natin yan. So, ayun lang, share ko lang. Right, so, right, we'll move yeah. on to the next question. This is also um, involving... Filipinos in the Filipino setup. So here's the question. Many Filipino workers were put into a work-from-home setting. Students were having their online classes or modular classes. How can we create a distinction between home and work or studies without forfeiting their mental health? Mm-hmm. Para sa amin naman po. Uh-uh, right, yeah. So I guess it's really hard, right? Like it's not just work. There's also school, the school aspect, online setting. Parang nagbablur na yung boundary between work, school life, and then yung home life. Kasi we're all kind of stuck at home and also working and doing uh, studies at home, no? So for me, I think yung pag-set ng boundaries is really important. So in the same way uh, earlier where we said it, taking care of our mental health is also an important component of it. Mahalaga ding um, isipin natin kung kailan natin kailangan ng break, kung kailan natin kailangan mag-set ng boundaries when it comes to um, these online classes, these um, work-from-home uh, setups, right? So for me, I feel like boundaries could be set in different ways. So uh, very practical things like, for example, maybe sometimes if um, setting boundaries through space helps, kahit kunyari merong 
hindi mo kailangan ng separate office, table, ano lang space yung meron na available, being able to set that, okay, dito ako mag-aaral. Tapos, um, hopefully, kung available, ay uh, separate yun from the life or home life, right? So, for example, if it's possible not to study or work in the bed, um, that would be great kasi para hindi na-associate ng brain natin yung uh, sleep and work at the same time, right? So, sometimes, if it's possible, whatever means you can to be able to set boundaries through space and setting that as your workspace sometimes helps, no? Sometimes setting boundaries then through time. So, for example, setting a specific schedule could help us. So, kunyari, okay, uh, kung wala naman tayong class ng Saturday, free day ko yun, or kaya, um, tapos na yung class ko ng 5, 6pm, mag-aaral ako ng konti, pero after 9, time ko na yun. So, really being able to also set boundaries para may time din kayo um, for yourself and also you still complete what you need to do for school or for work, right? And then, I think something then we can try to apply is boundaries naman through rituals. So, pag sinabing rituals, these are behaviors that could help us parang set the uh, boundary between school and then home. So, for example, kasi wala na nga yung boundary na yun halos, diba? So, sometimes kahit pag log out lang sa email or kaya pag sarado ng computer or parang pag close ng notebook mo, parang these are small rituals that could symbolize the end of the workday, the school day, and then parang sinasabi mo rin sa sarili mo, okay, I can rest now. Um, my work role or my school, my student role is done and then I can, you know, involve in family activities or home activities, personal time after that ritual. And then, um, I think yung isa din is communication. So, pag nagsiset ng boundaries, mahalaga din makipag-usap. So, kung kailangan natin kausapin yung family members natin na, ah, may class kami nito, um, so hindi siguro ako uh, kayang tumulong sa chores ng ganitong time or something like that. Sometimes even communicating through our teachers if we really, really need, for example, extensions um, or, you know, considerations, um, maybe we can also assert our needs to them. So really setting boundaries through different ways, whether that's through space, time, rituals, or communicating, I feel like is very helpful to still do what you need to do in terms of responsibilities, but also taking care of your mental health. So thank you for Very, very relatable. Para din po sa aming mga students ngayon. Susceptible po kami sa ano eh, sa procrastination kasi nandito na kami sa bahay. So, <laughs> so yung yung atmosphere po niya parang relax ka lang. So yung atmosphere na po yun, nadadala rin siya dun sa academics, pati rin po dun sa ano nyo, mm-hmm. sa work, kaya po ganun. Uh, moving on po dun sa next question natin. Ito naman po sa ano na to. For employers naman po to. For employers, what are the things that needed to be done to ensure that their employees' mental health is not compromised? Right, yeah. I'm glad you asked that question kasi madalas, di ba, yung mental health parang nangyayari responsibility natin lahat na kailangan tayo mag-alaga ng mental health natin and it's an individual job but it's really important to actually consider that the the system, yun nga, the environment around us, whether that's school, the, the country, you know, and also like what you said, employers would facilitate and also do their part in taking care of our mental health. No? So for employers, I think yung basic, kung namimit sana nila yung basic, that would help a lot with the mental health of people. So paying their, um, you know, employees the right amount of wage, salary, making sure na yung rights nila ay um, nakukuha nila uh, tamang uh, sapat na hours, workload, those things. Like, really being able to do the minimum in terms of ensuring na yung mental health nila, basic needs ay nami-meet, ay mahalagang isipin yun ng mga employers to be able to also ensure um, good mental health for the employees. And I think there's really a, vari- a, a wide range and various ways of employers of what employers can do to take care of employees' mental health. Kahit, kunyari, it might start from assessing kung ano yung kailangan ng mismong company or organization nila. Ano ba yung mga needs um, ng employees nila when it comes to 
mental health. Then maybe yun nga, reducing yung mga work-related risk factors sa salary bayan, sa role nila, baka may mga confusion, transitions, ganyan, leadership, pati transport, work-from-home setup, kung ano yung mga barriers, gadgets, devices, ba? Diba? So those things, minsan nakabawas sa stress kung naiintindi na rin siya ng company. And then, of course, we want, for example, policies then, programs that would facilitate, I think, both the general mental health of everyone and also maybe specific accommodations for people, uh, employees na may mental illnesses. So alam ko may mga ibang company na pinapayagan nilang mag uh, pumunta sa therapist, sa psychologist, yung mga employees nila without really taking that against them. Yung ibang employers din ay sila rin yung nagpa-fund um, nung ganung mga fees. So it's really helpful to be able to find different ways to support them like that, no? And yeah, just really being accommodating to them, being able to be open about conversations about mental health. Tsaka may mga iba-ibang ways. I think, kunyari, mahalaga din yung um, mga stress management, uh, programs, workshops, mga ganyan, no? But at the end of the day, I think it really stems from meeting their needs, making sure that they are uh, in a safe, supportive uh, environment na may tamang boundaries, tamang uh, balance para sa kanila. And of course, hopefully, mafa-facilitate din yung open na communication and then they're also allowed to be productive and I guess overall, just really mentally healthy. So there's really a lot of ways um, that that can be done. Thank you. Thank you so much po, ma'am. Sa sobrang dami namin tinanong sa'yo <laughs> and you answered them flawlessly. Sabi po nung isa naming uh, asama sa team, sobrang galing ni ma'am sumagot. Wala na siyang matanong. <laughs> But uh, I'd like to ask you, ma'am, uh, do you want to add anything else kung meron tayong hindi na-address? Uh, Uh, maybe later a final advice pero I guess in general na marami naman mga comprehensive naman yung mga tanong nyo no? I think we were able to cover um, different reasons why people were anxious what the employers can do how to manage boundaries and I think may isa lang na kasi kanina nabanggit natin yung causes nung job search anxiety pero hindi pa natin nasasagot siguro kung paano i-deal with yung job search anxiety na yun no? so I don't know if maybe some questions could answer maybe we have some questions and we can answer that later on. Pero yun, may mga iba-iba din kasing ways to be able to deal with um, job search anxiety, whether that's through um, strategizing it, managing our time, thinking about our thoughts, um, tapos really being able to relax then and take um, self-care. I think that's really important. Tatuwa ako dun sa ano nyo kanina, <laughs> dun sa game about self-care. So it's really important to include that as well for, for self-care and um, managing job search anxiety. Yeah. Thank you for that informative and insightful discussion, Miss Aliana. Thank I'm you. hoping that our listeners jotted down some notes as they delve into the new world. Maraming maraming salamat po, Miss Aliana. At para sa susunod na parte ng ating programa, susubukang sagutin ni Miss Aliana ang mga katanungan sa ating mga listeners. Okay, for this part po, uh, we'll be reading the questions na sa ating chat. And I will start with a question from Mr. Jerickson. So he is asking, ma'am, How to handle rejection in job searching? Right. Hirap. <laughs> rejection, diba? I mean, I feel like it's inevitable. I think one thing is that to realize, okay, the job search does require, I mean, it involves success and it also involves, um, I mean, successful applications. It also involves rejection. No? So I think for one, it's okay to feel whatever you feel when it comes to rejection. So really being able to validate your emotions na okay lang naman maging malungkot, okay lang magalit na or ma-feel na betrayed ka kasi akala mo yung interviewer uh, kukunin ka 
na pero hindi pala. So I think being able to acknowledge and feel all of those emotions is normal and it's okay to validate that. Now, we also don't want to stop there, I guess. It might be good to reflect if we're able to after taking care of our emotions and letting us feel what we feel. Maybe see, okay, what what happened there? Ano kaya nangyari? And then if we are able to adapt a bit of a learner growth mindset where we can see, all right, what we what can we do to be able to improve kaya in the future? Ano kaya pwede pa natin gawin sa mga future um, rejection, uh, future applications rather, um, natin, no? So, how do we improve it? Is it something uh, in terms of how we speak, how we write our applications? So, really being able to try to reflect on that. Tapos, I think mahalaga din na, yun nga, give ourselves a break, whether you want to journal, take a few deep breaths, manood ng something, or like, um, you know, pahinga muna. Uh, just to be able to soothe your emotions might help as well. And I think one last thing I might say when it comes to rejection is, I think mahalagang i-evaluate din natin yung thoughts natin kasi madalas baka may mga thoughts nang lumalabas na hindi na totoo. So, for example, when we get rejected, ah, failure na ako. Naku, hindi kasi ako good enough. So, yung mga ganong types of thoughts we might want to be able to re-evaluate that, maybe challenge some of those thoughts so that we don't, again, tie our identity so much to to the job, um, you know, that we applied for. So, yeah, many different ways. But of course, again, it's an inevitable part, unfortunately, of the job search. The more rejections it is, medyo nasasanay na rin tayo um, the more it happens. So, I think there's different ways din naman to, to deal with that. Yeah. Thank you po, ma'am. So for, for our... our next question, boys, from Julius Caesar, and ito po yung ano niya. Good day po, ma'am. Yung pinagmumula ng job search anxiety is the pressure na kailangan, na kailangan makahanap agad ng trabaho right after graduating. Especially po since ingrained na sa Filipino culture na hindi maganda ang stagnation. And society looks down upon this. May tawag pa nga po tayo sa ganito, which is yung tambay. Since ganun po, paano po mababago yung mentalidad na requirement sa mga fresh grads na immediately makahanap ng trabaho? Ang hirap yan, no? kasi parang culture shift na yung kailangan. Like, it's a bit of a mindset shift. Because unfortunately, it is true. And I'm glad that you were able to um, reflect on that and kind of bring that up, no? Kasi parang meron nga ganung perception sa atin na kapag wala pang job, ay tambay na or parang it's really looked down upon. So I think when it comes to changing how culture is, how society is, I think that requires more than one person to really shift, you know, how um, older generations, how our entire country, our entire, I don't know, Asian culture views um, not having a job. Because I think pag titignan natin, compare natin sa ibang uh, mga kultura, they're actually encouraged to take a bit of a break first. Um, of course, I guess mahirap din kasi dahil sa economic uh, situation ng bansa natin, kaya parang nalalagay din tayo sa ganitong uh, situation. No? So I think uh, societal-wise, cultural-wise, I think they have, like, if there's opportunities that maybe one of us can, you know, just, like, be able to talk to our family, explain what it is, communicate, para lang medyo mabago yung mga that small ways we can try to maybe make our own circles, understand that, hey, okay, this is not really what it is. Um, and also trying to see din, kunyari, kung wala pa kang time explaining to them the situation, maybe what you're doing to still grow, to learn, to be able to take a break. So I think medyo mahirap talaga siya, but if it really starts with yourself, maybe communicating that, finding people that are also on the same side as you, giving exemplars, role models na pwede naman nating makita. And I think on a societal level, medyo mahirap nga siya kasi kaya siguro mas uh, mababa ang pagtingin sa mga wala pang trabaho is because of that financial need. no So I think if our uh, society, if our nation, 
nation is able to you know support us in healthy ways then maybe this wouldn't be a problem so maybe really being able to go on that uh, bigger wide scale level I think is what needs to be done para hindi rin yung mindset ay hindi ganun ka uh, negative towards that so yeah it's, it, you can do weakness as individuals but yeah it goes down to really a culture shift um, an economic shift in, in the grand scheme the scheme of things thank you so much for answering Miss Aliana and for our next question we have from Ate Daniela so she's asking po as a fresh grad po how can we overcome the anxiety, stress, and pressure even up to the point of not being able to sleep and affects the physical health just to search and apply for jobs? So this is altogether combined physical mm-hmm. and mental. Yeah, it's really hard, no? Job searching, yeah. It's very, like, you know, a lot of people can relate. It's really one of the more stressful, like, transitions or points in someone's life. Na daming stress, pressure, na affect na rin yung physical health, sleep nyo, no? And I actually, like, I had uh, a talk kasi with this, so I don't know if I can share, like, my acronym because I have an acronym for, like, coping with job search anxiety. So, like, my acronym stands, so ito yung pwede natin gawin. So, I'll use that maybe to answer your question. So, the first one is rest. So, you, it's important important to rest when we're um, experiencing like job search pressure anxiety and stress so r is reflecting so magandang uh, magpause tayo magtake ng step back and really think about certain things like what do we need what we want how can we take care of ourselves what do we learn a new value natin ano nararamdaman natin so really being able to do that i think helps us to take a bit more of a proactive um, stance when it comes to dealing with uh, job the job hunt and then yung r e evaluate thoughts. So, gaya nga nung sabi ko kanina, baka magandang tingnan natin. Kasi, stressful na yung job search anxiety. Means na nakakadagdag pa dun yung thoughts natin. So, sometimes, like, for example, stressful lang maghanap ng job, tapos madadagdagan pa ng thoughts na, nako, mag-fail ako, or hindi ako galing ka- ganun kagaling. So, maybe if we're able to evaluate those thoughts, challenge them, try to look at other perspectives that could maybe help us lessen the distress of the already stressful and anxiety-provoking job hunt, no? And then S is strategy so strategizing means we're taking action when it comes to doing things so maybe that's managing time something as simple as um, if it helps to have a list a google calendar of things um, if it helps to stay connected with social support para hindi ganun ka-isolating yung job hunt um, ano pa ba pwede rin um, iba-ibang ways to really maybe um, set goals and then break those goals down into steps para hindi tayo masyadong overwhelmed, no? And then lastly, yung sa rest na aking acronym, I take a breath. So really practicing self-care, whether that's through just deep breathing, relaxing from time to time, journaling, um, I don't know, grat- practicing gratitude, spirituality is also one. Physical exercise, mahalaga din yung pag-alaga sa physical health. And I think just overall, in general, remembering na resting is actually an important part of our job hunt na hindi porkit trabaho tayo or hanap tayo ng hanap ng job ay mas malapit tayo sa paghanap ng job like what we mentioned kanina may mechanism nga na actually the more that we take care of our mental health a lot of research shows na we are closer to getting um jobs because we have a fresher mind we're able to work more efficiently so mahalaga din yung pagpapahinga talaga and pagtake din ng rest or pagtake ng break so yun hopefully that helps so thank you po ma'am and for our last question po from our audience uh, from Mark Jerome. Uh, so here's his question. Uh, many fresh graduates tend to go against the degree program that they have studied just to have an immediate job or in short, a job mismatch. Do you think that this step can contribute to their anxiety knowing that they might experience culture shock? 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that is a reality. No, na sometimes what we studied isn't really what we end up like working. Especially kung yari mga immediate jobs natin, especially for like financial um reasons then and other reasons um maybe need for productivity and all that. So I think yes, it does contribute. And I'm glad you mentioned yung sa culture shock aspect. Because possible nga na kung yari sa nina sa kung yari kayo, bakas nina sa kayo sa engineering life um for four years and then all of a sudden um kung may iba kayong work ay na ako ganito palas sa ibang field ganito so it does um ex- you might experience some sort of uh, newness transition anxiety as well and just having tra- trying to adjust to um that new environment no so it helps to be open it helps to be um you know, having that learner mindset para hindi siya ganun ka stressful pero oh, oh, normal naman talaga siyang ma-experience and it's not that bad to feel uh, it's normal rather to feel that way and there are ways to manage it so yeah Thank you, thank you so much, ma'am, for un- answering our questions. Yeah, and thank you, maraming din. salamat, ma'am. Maraming salamat sa mga listeners natin na nagbigay ng mga katanungan. And of course, ating speaker nga na si Ms. Aliana Fuentes sa pagbibigay linaw at kasagutan sa mga katanungan ito. By the way, partner, naniniwala ka ba sa katagan ni Hans Christian Andersen na Where Words Fail, Music Speaks? Oo naman, partner. Patutunayan natin yan sa susunod na parte ng ating programa. Halina! At pakinggan natin ang ilan sa mga curated comfort songs at bibigyan buhay ng mga may hashtag blessed voice to comfort and console one another during these trying times. This is Todo na Tunes. And for our first song for Todo na Tunes, this I believe is a rendition of one of ECE Department's bands called Bandak. Sila yung mga seniors namin noon from our sect, from my sector, Sector 5. Shoutouts to Sector 5. And uh, they're from the recently graduated batch and they will be playing for us their rendition of Antuki. Oh, 
Now I can't stop thinking how this life could be. I can keep pretending, but honestly, does it really make a difference? Does it really ever change a thing? It's never like the movies. It's never like you think. Maybe one day you'll be back on my feet. And all of this pain will be gone And maybe it won't be so hard to be me When I found just where I belong It feels like it's taking forever But one day things can get better than maybe My time will come And I'll be the lucky one So give me a reason to keep holding on Something that makes me believe that my life's gonna change Seems like everyone gets a shot, gets a break I can't wait for that to be me Maybe one day I'll be back on my feet And all of this pain will be gone and maybe it won't be so hard to be me From just where I belong It feels like it's taking forever But one day things can get better And maybe my time will come And I'll be the lucky one I'll be the lucky one. That is it for our Todo na partner. So let's move on with our event. So partner, uh, tatanungin kita, napakarami na talagang nagkakalat na fake news kasi ngayon from different forms of media. Uh, do you agree? Well, totoo yan partner. Uh, iba rin kasi talaga yung uh, convincing powers ng mga tao ngayon. And siguro yun yung isa sa dahilan kung bakit napapaniwala sila yun. So yun. Yes, and although information is at the tip of our fingers already, dapat pa rin tayo maging mapanuri at critical sa mga nababasa natin everywhere. And in line with that partner, para sa ating next segment, we will debunk some myths about mental health in the workplace. This segment would be very helpful sa ating listeners, especially fresh graduates na papasok pa lang sa ating workforce. And it's truly great for us that we have Miss Anne of Tanglao Mental Health to debunk these myths and to further explain the facts. Pero ano nga ba ang Tanglao Mental Health? Tanglao Mental Health is the Philippines' first and only social enterprise pioneering in mental health education. Tanglao Mental Health aims to create a world where mental health is the norm and not just a noble cause. Napabigati naman pala ng ating guest speaker for today. Kaya ano po bang hinihintay natin? Let's start our discussion now. Hello po, magandang araw, Miss Anne. Thank you for making time for our podcast. Hi, salamat din sa pag-imbita, Elion and Maddox. So ma'am, we have seen your TikTok videos on your Facebook page about uh, mm. mental health education. And nakita namin na you were debunking myths about mental health uh, and mental health issues. Uh, please mm-hmm. tell us more about this 
project uh, uh, or initiative? Oh yeah, um, actually, dahil nga, no, we, we started sa Tanglao Mental Health back in 2019 as a simple advocacy project lang. So, uh, that was February 2019. So, nagpo-post lang kami about, um, uh, about mental health, different topics in mental health. Being in the, uh, in the academia as a uh, psychologist in training, uh, we, we decided na, okay, we saw naman na, oh, people are aware about mental health. We saw that. But we realized and also asked ourselves, do people really know like what mental health is for them? How it benefits them? Like how, how it benefits to know more about mental health? And and so for us, we, dahil nga we're, we're from the academy, we started to post research-based, evidence-based information about mental health. Uh, first, it started uh, with depression. And no, and we started posting. And kulat nagat kami because in a matter of two weeks, like uh, we've already reached 2 million people nationwide. And that was a surprise for us. And it was there that I realized, okay, mukhang kailangan natin tong i-push ba. Because uh, it looks like Tanglao has this big potential to really help people help themselves. And so we launched back in September 2019 as a, from a, a simple advocacy project to a social enterprise that really helps people, helps them, help themselves. So since then, we've been doing talks, we've been doing workshops, and recently, ngayon, with, ano, with, um, with the pandemic happening, we've also gotten a lot of um, opportunity to help companies as well in helping their employees. So ngayon, uh, during that time, in that span of time now, we've been uh, making this kind of impact on, on a lot of people. Na kita rin kami na TikTok. No? So na, nakita nila kami and, and they reached out to us. They asked uh, they asked to partner with us because they wanted to um, really proliferate yung education at yung mental health education. And they saw us as this um, this organization that could really help them with that goal. And so, no, nagsimula kami. We started posting on it. Sobrang simple lang dahil hindi kami sanay no? sa, sa TikTok. We, we're not used to like, doing videos. Kaya usually mga posts lang, mga informational posts. Kaya medyo ano yun, um, may pagka ano siya, simple, no? Yung, yung mga posts na ginagawa namin. And that's where we started. Like, inisip natin, oh, isi, inisip namin, like, ano ba yung campaign na maganda no? to, to really proliferate yung, yung mental health education on TikTok. And we thought about uh, myths. Is there a lot of myths about mental health? At isa na dito yung uh, mental health in the workplace. And so, and so yun, dun dito talaga nagsimula yung, ano namin, yung project namin with TikTok. Wow, that is such a great advocacy. And also the fact that you're the first mental health social enterprise here in the Philippines. So, nakagulat po. And it's a fresh concept. And I hope na mas gumanda pa po lalo ang next na projects nyo. Moving on with our event. So we prepared some questions for you to answer. So here goes the first one. First question is, is it true that people with mental illnesses cannot do their professional work? Okay. Sige. Um, before I get to that, no, I think it, it's good to set up the, the foundations of this question. Because no? when we're talking about mental health, we usually talk about mental illness. But that's not necessarily the case. So, kung alam niya, diba? like, uh, under health, there's physical health, and there's also mental health. Also, so, may two aspects na yon. And then, when we're talking about mental health, meron pang nag-branch out doon. Para siyang, imagine yung isang continuum. Tapos, nasa isang side, yung mental wellness. Tapos, nasa isang side, yung mental illness. So, nasaan ka doon? No? If you're able to, for example, um, 
uh, develop the the management skills that you need to tackle your problems or kaya yung yung stress management skills skills mo no or, or even yung yung capacity mo to okay understand your emotions and to manage your emotions those are skills no that will help you get to wellness no? and and pagdating sa illness it's more of okay kapag uh, nahirapan na talaga tayo na i-develop yung mental health management skills na kailangan natin, dun tayo talaga napupunta. And, and when we're talking about mental illness, we're talking about four, um, four Ds. Yung tawag namin sa practice, four Ds. Um, first is deviance. So, kunwari, like, ah, parang hindi na siya normal na hindi na siya katulad nun dati. Na, ah, dati bubbly naman siya. Ngayon, medyo, medyo withdrawn na siya. Hindi siya masyado na ipag-usap sa ibang tao. Yan, yeah, that's deviance. Um, second is um, distress. Kapag nakaka-experience siya nung kunwari yung mga negative thoughts, ganyan, and talagang naa-apektuhan siya na hindi niya, um, hindi niya nakokontrol yung thoughts niya, hindi nakokontrol yung emotions, yan, yeah, that's distress. No? At para siyang emotional pain. And uh, the, the third is um, dysfunction. Kapag okay, nahihirapan na ako sa, sa problem ko na it's also affecting other aspects of my life from from school to my social relationships to my romantic relationships to my uh, work. Also, that's dysfunction. And the fourth one, and this is the usually the very important uh, thing that we need to look out for, is danger. Kapag, if this person is already at risk of harming themselves or other people, that's danger. So that's what we look out for when we're when we're um, uh, assessing mental illness. Kasi kapag mental illness, there are actually a lot of mental illnesses. Asan meron kami isang makapal na libro na naka, nakalista doon lahat ng mga illnesses, lahat ng symptoms nila. Kasi bawat illness, may kanya-kanyang symptoms. Pero may lang common denominator usually. Ang mental illness, uh, uh, usually, no, kapag tayo ay meron ng mental illness or nagdadadap tayo ng mental illness, meron tayong difficulty of uh, coping with the normal aspects of our life. Okay, so dito pumapasok yung myth ngayon na ah, kasi kapag may mental illness ka, hindi ka na nakakapag-cope sa, sa buhay, kaya hindi mo rin kaya magtrabaho. Right? Mm-hmm. But dito rin papasok yung therapy. Ano ba yung purpose ng therapy? Diba? Ng therapy, ng, ng um, medication if needed, ng um, support no, from our environment, dito papasok lahat yun. is when we are able to... Uh, get the support that we need to manage our mental health, to develop these mental um, health management skills, saka natin uh, makakayanan na okay, kaya kong mag-adjust sa nangyayari ngayon sa pandemic, o kaya okay, nakakayanan ko naman na uh, i-handle yung stress sa work, o kaya kaya ko naman i-handle yung mga problema na nangyayari sa akin ngayon. Okay. So, ito yun. No? If you have the support that you need, you can, as a, as a normal person, actually. Like, as in, as normally as possible, kayang-kaya yun. So, that's it. So, thank you, Kung Akaan. Next question po is, uh, is stigmas and further ensure a good quality Uh-oh. of mental health, not just for themselves, but also for their workmates. Mm. Okay. So, si- sa akin, simple lang. Three things. First, educate yourself. Yung mga kailangan mo. Like, for example, paano kung may kaibigan ako yung nag-open up sa akin, how do I support them? Right? That's that's uh, a topic for education. Now, yung ganitong simple bagay, it's as much as possible, we have to continuously do that. Even kami, even if, even mental health practitioners, continuously kami nag-aaral dahil uh, nag, 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 pabago-bago pa rin no, yung, ano, yung 
um, state ngayon ng mental health industry. Kaya talagang uh, kami rin, ina-educate din namin sa namin. Ah, okay. Um, kasi, for example, dati, uh, back in the 1950s, meron tayong illness for homosexuality. Okay? Pero ngayon, nawala na yun. Tinanggal nila yun. Kasi of course, nakita nila na, okay, normal experience pala to. Hindi to, hindi to bizarre. Hindi to strange. Hindi to weird. So, inalis nila yun. So, yung, yung ganong klaseng development, it continuously happens still. So, for us, no, we still educate. And yun din, no, for, for all of us, no, 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 no matter kung nasaan man tayo in our lives right now, it's always a good uh, thing for us to educate. Second, develop your own mental health management skills. So, kaya na ko pa sinasabi, no, yung mental health management skills because we all need that. Alright? Okay yung self-care. Okay yung um, naalagaan natin yung sarili natin, yung taking a break from time to time. Self-care also includes having the discipline to tell ourselves, okay, ito yung purpose ko, ito yung goal ko. So, I'm gonna keep going at it until I get it. Uh, self-care also means developing the resilience that we need para mas maging matatag tayo sa, sa pag-handle ng mga problema natin. Right? Um, so, yung ganitong uh, mental health management skills, these are things that are needed. And for us, uh, we're, we're grateful kasi this is what we're currently helping our, our clients with, yung mga companies na, uh, that we're supporting. Because we're helping their employees develop yung, and strengthen yung management skills, mental health management skills na kailangan nila. So that they can adjust to this pandemic, so that they can take care of themselves and to thrive in the workplace, right? And third, okay, is to talk about it. Based as in as simple as that. Just talk about it. Like, for example, like, kausap mo yung kaibigan mo, oy, kamusta uh, naman yung mental health? Naka-adjust ka naman ba? Yung, yung ganong klaseng, simpleng conversation about it. Kasi yung, yung, it's, it's in those simple instances that actually helps us move forward. Move towards making mental health part of the norm. Right? And so for, for, for me, yun yung tatlong bagay. See, three simple things. So, you also have to take into consideration when we're managing uh, yung, yung mental health natin. Thank you so much, Paul, for giving those tips to us, ma'am. I'll do take note of that. And for our okay. last prepared question ng team namin, so this is for the employers, po. How can they ensure that mm-hmm. the mental health of their workers are not compromised? Mm. Ah, Okay. So I heard no Aliana said that earlier talked about it earlier as well. And it is really good but uh, you parang meron tayo nung basic man lang na, na kailangan. But also uh, fortunately with the passing of the mental health law, no meron na rin tayong IRR, meron na rin yung OSH, no yung yung occupational safety office natin. Meron na rin silang guidelines for companies to develop mental health policies. So yun no pag yun yung pwedeng maging um basis then ng company so that they can support their their employees. So for us at Anglao, this is what we help them with. We we help companies develop the policies no, na that are both aligned with their um, objectives as a company but also aligned with uh yung needs, specific needs ng employees nila. So we provide like end-to-end service from from prevention to to treatment so para so that we can really provide this okay one-stop shop talaga na support for our for our uh, companies and kasi yun talaga yung pinaka necessary especially for example we have 
a client right now who's uh, in the BPO industry. So, constant yung support na kailangan nila dahil uh, kung dati, stressful na yung industry nila dahil nga, uh, oh, may ano ako, may night shift, ganyan, no? Yung ganung klaseng stressful, eh, it's already there. Pero with the added uh, stress of the pandemic, talagang nahihirapan yung mga tao ngayon. So, now, um, dito papasok kami para nagbigay ng continuous support. So we have like support services, we have um we have ask me services just so that we can provide this uh, assistance to to their employees. Uh, another example is uh, we have um, government offices as well who are um uh, who are availing of our services who are working with us and uh, for them nahihirapan sila kasi yung mga employees nila uh, we also have another na na frontliners na employees. So so ngayon, parang uh, it's our role na, okay, uh, let's help uh, our our employees manage their anxiety about going out, about uh, being in direct contact with uh, people struggling with COVID. So, yung mga ganong klase. So, so it really depends on, on different companies. But the point there is, we have to develop yung mental health programs that are needed you know, and is aligned with our company policies or, or mental health policies just so that we can support them, especially now, the needs of our employees. Maraming salamat po, Ms. Anne, for sharing your knowledge you. and debunking these myths po. Sana ay maraming natutunan ng ating listeners. Hope you and Tanglang Mental Health can be with us in our future endeavors. And uh, we're gonna be asking a few questions from our audiences po. Okay lang po. Sure. Health leave other than the usual work leaves currently existing? Mm. Yes, oh, oh. For some, actually, very few, no, very few companies have been doing that. But for us, for example, sa Tanglao, no, syempre, like, nasa mental health industry tayo, bakit wala tayo sa real mental health policy? So, that's, we also have that. And specifically, because uh, we have, um, we get a lot of messages. Ever since we started Tanglao, we get a lot of messages from Facebook, Instagram, email, nag-open up up nang share about their experiences, ganyan. So, we have support specialists in place. No? May mga support specialists kami na nagbibigay ng psychosocial support dito sa mga taong to. And, syempre, kailangan din natin alagaan yung mental health ng support specialist din. Kasi sino mag-aalaga sa mental health? Wala ko dito ayon pa. So, uh, for us, na we set up this, uh, this thing in place na we call self-care weekends. So every weekend, kahit na may mag-message, so unless urgent yun, as in super urgent na at risk na siya, ganyan, he will not be um, responding until Monday, um, the, the week after. Kasi like, that's a time for our support specialists to have, you know, yung, yung time to take care of ourselves, to, to rest, relax, and rejuvenate. So yes, oo, it's, it's, all, it's a very good um, suggestion, Alistair, and that is something that we want to aim for. No? Yung so, tipong normal na yung pagtrato natin sa mental health in the workplace, na meron na tayong um, programs, we can add that as benefit, for example. Na okay, dahil part ka na itong company namin, we have, we have uh, this additional benefit for you na um, self-care leave o kaya um, uh, yung, yung mga ganon, yung binukasing benefit. So that's a thing that we want to aim for. Thank you so much for answering that question, Pumam. And for our last question, po, this is from Mr. Jerickson. He's asking, po, what will be the future projects of Tanglao Mental Health, po, na aabangan sana namin. Ah, very interesting, yan. 
Kasi ngayon, yes, talagang nasa innovation phase yung Tanglaw eh. Kasi kami lang yung gumagawa ng ginagawa namin eh. So, so parang it's up to us to really define, re-envision what mental health in the Philippines looks like. And so for us, so nag-develop kami ng iba't-ibang ideya na paano ba natin matutulungan ng mental health ng mga tao, not just companies, no, but also the public. So one thing that we're, we're thinking of is having this um, um, web community no, wherein we have different, kumbaga naka-tailor fit depende sa need ng, ng person. Like, for example, um, like, ah, ito yung service natin, ito yung uh, ito yung mga benefits na may bibigay natin if the person needs this kind of support or this level of support. Kapag this level of support yung kalangan niya, mas, mas ano yung recommendation natin, mas tailor fit. Ganyan. So, yung ganong klaseng, ano, that's, that's an idea that we have in store. No? Another thing is, um, we're also developing a workbook. Workbook, 365 workbook. So, basically, parang for every month, meron tayong um, topics. Like, for example, Month of May, we have resilience topic. So every day for that um for that month, yung yung mga activities natin naka naka uh, point towards developing your resilience. So yung ganong classing workbook we also have that in mind. So yung mga gaitong ano, of course we will we will be sharing that. Because like all of these are ideas, all of these we want to roll out kapag mas sustained na kami. Because ngayon because we're a startup, no, we we have to focus on this one. Um, service, pero we want to also expand so that we can help more people help themselves no? in, in, in the future and hopefully by next year we will have another um, we will have another service that is uh, solely for the public Thank you, thank you so much po ma'am for entertaining the questions of our audience po Thank you then, salamat And uh, ang susunod naman po nating segment ay tatawagin nating hashtag AOT or Advice of the Day. Maririnig natin ang um, closing tips, advices, and words of wisdom and encouragement ng ating speakers sa pagtulong sa mental health. So let us call first uh, Miss Aliana Fuentes. Uh, Hello po ulit, Hello ma'am po Aliana. Ulit. <laughs> Hi! What can you give us an advice for our listeners dito sa ating topic for today? Right, yeah. So I mostly focus on job search anxiety, you know, so I'll probably do give advice for that. But I think in general, um, something to remember is like, you know, the purpose of all of this is really to be aware and to be able to take care um, of our mental health. So when we are, whatever stress we're going through, sa school man yan, um, job search, I think it's important that we really realize that our emotions are valid. Our mental health is important for us to be um, taken care of. And there's many ways that we can manage it, even though the situation around us is very stressful right and i think something then uh since we did focus on job search anxiety something to remember is a lot of times sa kultura natin sa personal nating mga perceptions ay laging nakatay yung productivity success really you know being able to be effective and while those are really important Um, I think mahalaga nating maalala na yung pag-alaga ng mental health natin, really taking care of our mental health is an important component of that. Whether that's trying to succeed in school, trying to succeed in the job hunt, or even in your um, work itself. So it doesn't mean that you take a break, you're farther away from reaching your goals. It actually helps you reach your goals more effectively and better when you're taking a break, resting, taking care of your mental health, um, whether that's through yung mentioned kanina na self-care or really trying to, you know, 
work on your mental health as well, managing thoughts, emotions, and your overall well-being. So yeah, there are validity. There is validity to your feelings, to your mental health, and there's ways to take care of it then. So that's what I want to leave um, to the people listening today. Thank you so much, Ma'am Puentes. And last but not the least, Miss Ann Silvan. First, ikaw muna. You first. Uh, you, you, can take other pe- uh, you can take care of other people. You can't take care of yourself. You can't uh, focus on like the future if you're not focusing on like what's happening with you now. No? It, it might seem selfish, especially with our culture right now, no? and, and with job search and everything, like with the pressure to have a job. It's, it can seem selfish, but actually self-love, you know? Um, and it might seem a bit of a luxury to some as well. And uh, forget, you know, forget the the need to please other people. All right. Sometimes the key to really succeeding in and in, in life and achieving what you need to achieve right, to achieve your goals is to really go for it, regardless of what other people think about you. And of course, uh, you can always uh, develop and that you need so that you can go through life you know, in a in a mentally healthy way. Yeah. Thank you for that advice, ma'am. It has been such a great episode. And, then, and probably until the next few days or weeks, I will be thinking of Ma'am Aliana Fuentes' uh, advice lately. And she said that your feelings are valid. Ano ba yung na tumatak sa'yo? Yung ako naman partner is makingrain na sa'kin yung sinabi ni Miss Ann Silva na self-love isn't selfish. Instead, it is uh, para yun sa sarili mo. Kailangan natin lahat na itatak yun sa ating isipan na napakahalaga ng, ng self-care. So, yun. Thank you, partner. Today has been a great day for us and I hope we've made your day better through this informative and insightful discussion. Maraming salamat ulit sa ating eminent guest speakers na si Miss Anne and Miss Aliana Fuentes sa pagpapaunlak sa aming imbitasyon. And also, partner, pasalamatan din natin ang ating live listeners at mga nakikinig sa kanilang mga tahanan. Maraming maraming salamat po sa inyo at naway patuloy nyo kaming supportahan sa aming future endeavors. Partner, this event won't be possible without the help from our partners. Bigyan natin ng pasasalamat ang ating mga nakasama sa podcast ngayon ng The Transponder. So, special thanks to Tanglao Mental Health and to the PPP, Psychologists, Psychometricians, and People of the Philippines and lastly, to the PUP, Office of the Student Services. Thank you so much. And bago tayo partner, gusto ko lang sana ipaalala sa ating mga listeners na may mga pinagdadaanan ngayon na hindi sila nag-iisa. Narito rin ang ilang mga helplines na maaari nilang natitan. Hopeline. 24-7 Suicide Prevention and Crisis Support Hotline in the Philippines for PLDT users 02-88-04-4673 for Globe users 0917-558-4673 for Smart users 0918-873-4673 Talk free for Globe and InTouch Community Service, 24-7 free and confidential support to people in the Philippines. Telephone, 893-7603. For global users, 0917-800-1123. For Sony users, 0922-893-8944. National Center for Mental Health Crisis Hotline. 24-7 service to people in the Philippines who are depressed or at risk of suicide. Telephone 
0929898727 For global users, 0917-899-8727 Philippine Red Cross, hotline 0280446673 For global users, 0917-558-4673 Manila Lifeline Center, hotline 0289691911 For globe users, 0917-854-9191 The end is truly inevitable, partner. And oras na para magpaalam sa ating mga listeners. True ka dyan, partner. Pero sabi nga sa isang awitin, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings and May this discussion encourage our listeners to create fruitful beginnings as they enter the new world or new normal. Yes naman, partner. And so to our dear listeners, maraming salamat sa inyong patuloy na pagsubaybay. And always remember, life is a battle that you should not battle alone. You have your friends, family, and also someone that cares about you. Again, I'm Madrick Ace Villa. Mukha man akong strict, ngunit siguradong tayo ay magkiklik. And I'm Alien, na sa iyong puso ay laging naroroon. na nag-iiwan ng mga katagang Time is Gold all the time. Maraming salamat sa pakikinig sa Trends Podcast. Your digital body for a healthy mind. Thank you so much for everyone. Bye.